0: Welcome, everyone, to season two of the Homeschool Sisters podcast. We are so excited to be back. And before we get started with the episode, we wanted to share with you um, our new sponsor and friend, Pinnit Maps. Sarah from Pennant Maps was nice enough to send Kate and I each um, maps for our families. And Kate, I'm curious about what you guys got
1: We got the United States map set because I want to start geography fresh this year since it's the first year I have all three homes. So I want to start with the U.S. and then work our way out. And then Sarah also sent World and Continents, which is an amazing set that we actually used on Christmas Eve to track Santa with Norad Track Santa. And it was an incredible experience and it just made the day so magical. Oh, fun. They're going to remember that forever. I think so. Oh, that's what so did, cool. What did you guys get?
0: Okay, so we got the early America map set because um, my kids were talking about the original colonies and we were interested in learning about that. So I thought, oh, these would be perfect. So when she asked us, I said, how about the early American ones? And she was so nice to send us like the whole set. So it has, um, you know, tons of maps with it. And we've been learning from it. And I, I went down one of those kind of worry routes where I was like, "Well, maybe I should get all these early American history books to go with them." And so I don't—I I don't know if you remember, but I reached out to you and I was like, yes. "You know, I don't know if I should like be building more around this." And you were like, "You know what? It's okay. Let them be the foundation to build on later." And it was so great because I was able to kind of like let the worry go and just enjoy the maps with the kids. And they have learned so much and made so many natural connections just through working with the maps it's been great so um if you guys want more information about pinnit maps it's pinnitmaps.com head on over uh tell them that the sisters sent you um you're gonna love them and um speaking of kate's great advice about letting things go when sometimes you start to go down a worry route that's a little bit what we're gonna talk about today
1: so let's get Here started we go. <laughs> Hi there and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate and I'm Kara and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey Kate. Hey Kara. How are you? I'm good. How
0: are you? I am great. I'm so excited that we're back. Yes, (laughs) Yes,
1: <laughs> me too.
0: It's so good to talk to you again and see your face via Skype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we are talking about sort of our, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like a philosophy for the year or a thought for the yeah, year. Yeah, a new
1: lookout or a uh, yeah. Not motto. Really,
0: yeah, not really a resolution, but more of a way of like, yeah, heading forward into the new year. Um, now, last year was your year of Nope. It sure was. And we had a whole podcast episode where we talked about the year of Nope. Um, And it was kind of funny because before I knew that you had declared it the year of Nope, I had declared it the year of Stop It. (laughs)
1: Sisters.
0: (laughs) Which was, I just wanted something that would tell me when I was going down like a a bad road to be like, Stop It. (laughs) Um, So it's funny because now this year... We didn't realize it, but we sort of did the same thing again, and we found out when we started sending each other books.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As we tend to do.
0: (laughs) Yes. And so um, this is a little tricky because the books that we sent have a certain word in them that is not appropriate for young ears, but we're not going to say that word on this podcast because we're a clean podcast. But um, I think I sent you the life-changing magic of not giving a F. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I sent you the self, subtle art of not giving AF.
0: <laughs> Which sounds terrible, right? It sounds like we're like, all right, we don't give those give anymore. A- yeah. Uh, but it's but kind I of, think
1: sometimes we don't in relation to certain things. Right. right? And sometimes we say nope and stop it.
0: Right. And it's kind of more about deciding what to say yes to. And letting some other things go that aren't working or aren't our things, you know. Kind of reminds me of Melissa's ebook. We talked to Melissa last Christmas. Last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that holiday. You that know, was a few weeks ago. <laughs> but Or do your thing ebook, you know, where you, where you figure out what is your thing. You don't have to do everybody else's thing, you know? So I think both of us are just sort of trying to like refine what our things are and put our effort into those things instead of, I don't know, always spinning around in circles, trying to do everything and take care of everything. And, you know, because as homeschool moms, we already have a lot to take care of every day.
1: Absolutely. And when you say no to some things, you just everything else kind of feels easier. It does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um and I have a mentor in my life who sent me um last year the book Essentialism.
1: Have you read that one? Yeah. I just bought it through your affiliate link. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just
0: one ninety nine for a little while. Um and it's really I got the hard coffee. <laughs> it's really good. Um about you know this exact thing about finding what matters, putting your effort toward that, but you know that you have to be like you kind of have to be tough about it. You know you kind of have to like you're going to do things that people aren't going to like, which mm-hmm. for me is really hard. <laughs> me too. I know. I know. We both talk about that. That um you know even when you have to send an email to somebody that says, "Oh, I'm sorry," you know. I'm not going to be able to do this. It's hard. Um I think it gets easier over time. You talked about that with your near, year of nope, right? Like
1: it's still hard initially, but it feels good. Every time I do it afterwards, there's a part of me that feels really good like, yeah, you did it and the, you know, you're freeing up this part that you otherwise would have filled just cuz I'm used to helping people, but you can't help everybody.
0: Yeah. No, and um then my at the same time that she sent that um That book, she sent a book or a video um, that I absolutely love. We'll have to link to it in the show notes because I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but it's a very short video. And it's an interesting philosophy that it's basically like um, the things that you're going to do in your life should be a hell yes. And if they're not a hell yes, even if they're a yes, they're still a no. Because I like that. if you are not really feeling like you really, really want to do it, even if you're kind of like, well, it, then it's a no. And so I've started trying to apply that philosophy um, since the beginning of this year. And it's been interesting because even even sometimes things that are like work-related where it's an opportunity to make money, you know? Right. Um, I just, if I don't feel like it's good. I, I, I feel like, well, you know, maybe something better is going to come along if I make room Mm -hmm. for it, you know, and the way that you make room, it's kind of a leap of faith, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but the way that you can make room is to say no to things that aren't the things that you want to do. When door
1: closes, they're open.
0: So in our last episode, we talked to the amazing Melissa Kamara-Wilkins, and she was so great, and she gave such good advice for Christmas. Um, so how did your Christmas go with your Christmas It went
1: really well. We did less. Um, we did less than I even intended to. We didn't even make gingerbread cookies, and no one said a thing. Yeah. Not a thing. I had a moment one day where Christmas was closing in, and I was like, I'm either going to have to make cookies today Or we're not going to be able to make cookies. And it had snowed and we went snowshoeing and it was perfect. And nobody said a word about the, nobody has missed the cookies. And I figured if they want them, we could have New Year's men or.
0: There (laughs) you go. Well, Julie Bogart, um, in one of her Facebook lives, did you see that she was, um, she did the ugly sweater cookie kit that you can get from Trader Joe's. We have one of those and we didn't get to it because. I I did I felt like after listening to what Melissa was talking about, like I didn't want to force anything. I just wanted Christmas to feel like that where she talked about like how do you want your Christmas to feel? You know? Right. So I just really felt like instead of trying to push things that aren't working, like if they're gonna look at their pinnant maps and work on their pendant maps for like two and a half hours because they're just genuinely enjoying them. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to jump in and be like, stop it. We have to decorate ugly sweater, ugly Christmas sweater cookies right now, you know, because it's and fun. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, and we're supposed to be on break. Why are you learning? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so we just, um, I I just held on to those. And then Julie Bogart was just saying um, that she got that same one and they decorated them. Um, But she thought, she said, you know, like maybe decorate cookies as part of like an upcoming poetry tea time or something.
1: Oh, that's fun.
0: And so, yeah, you can make um, gingerbread, yeah, all kinds of things. You can make, have you seen the Ninja Bread? we had those last year
1: (laughs) yes I have those (laughs) we actually delivered ninjas to all my friends last year that's awesome we were like the secret Christmas cookie ninjas (laughs) oh that's perfect oh that's so fun
0: yeah I I don't know
1: exactly and I uh... I planned to do it again today because it was funny it was actually ninjas and um gingerbread t-rexes oh that's funny because nothing says Christmas yeah
0: Well, and, okay, so speaking of which, speaking of, like, letting go of things that you don't need and getting things that you do, right, Um, I decided before Christmas that I wanted to, like, get rid of things, because you had talked about this, where it's, like, you're layering stuff upon stuff when Christmas happens, so I did a a little purge, which I love to purge. Me Um, too. My family gets nervous. They're like, what are you putting in that box? And I'm like... (laughs) Things that we literally have not used in a year. It's like got a layer of dust on it. And so I finally decided I was going to let go of all my canning stuff. Because I went through a stage a couple years ago where I was like, I am going to can. I'm going to do this. Canning like, scares me to death. I don't know why. I'm afraid I'm going to give everybody botulism. <laughs> I... I don't know. That's
1: why I've never done it.
0: (laughs) One time I made applesauce and literally I still have applesauce explosion on my ceiling in my kitchen because it had cinnamon in it and it like stained for forever because of like the force of, (laughs) I mean, we have scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed. I think we're going to have to like, if we owned this house, we would have to repaint the ceiling, but we rent it. So we're like, It's hard to tell the landlord. Do you want to come over and paint the ceiling because there's, yeah. So anyway, I decided I was going to let it go, you know, and I let it go. And what did I find inside mixed with all that stuff? But my little tea, tea time, um, cookie cutters that I've been looking for, for forever.
1: They're so cute too. I saw your picture.
0: Right. And they would be perfect with poetry tea time, but I couldn't find them. And I knew they were somewhere, so I didn't want to buy new ones. So it's like sometimes when you get rid of the stuff that you don't need, that isn't you anymore, like, I don't know if that was ever me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stuff like that, though. Like, you think you're going to do something. Like, I thought I was going to pick up knitting because I love the idea of it. Mm -hmm. But when I have downtime, I'm reading. So I can't fit in the knitting because I need my book. So I need to purge that stuff because for three winters. This is my third winter. I'm going to teach myself to knit. I'll be so warm because I'm always cold. Like I'll have something to do with my hands. Yes. But I, then I can't read my book.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And knitting, I I took it up as something that I thought would like de-stress me. Knitting can be incredibly stressful because you have to make sure that the stitches don't fall off and then you have holes in your things and it just all unravels. Yeah. Yeah. So I have found that there are certain things I can knit. I can knit hats. I can knit the heck out of hats but sweaters I've made a few sweaters and it's not a calm situation for me it doesn't help me feel more calm inside it helps me feel sort of like frantic and scared and at the very end when you're finishing everything I have to lock myself in the bathroom to get it done so I'm not sure that's the healthiest um (laughs) like de-stressing thing for me like when your habit or when you're you know when the thing that you got into to like help you with anxiety makes you anxious, <laughs> has, like, you lo- has
1: you locked in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might not be the best uh, new hobby. That's what I was trying to think of, not a habit. Hobby. Um, yeah, and socks. Oh my goodness! I have to tell you, I have I have knit one sock. I own one knitted sock.
1: <laughs> Use it as a stocking. <laughs>
0: I probably should because, of course, it's giant because, like, I couldn't follow the pattern, right? So,
1: yeah. Um, To be for the kitty.
0: Yes. If you are a homeschooler and you love knitting, go check out um, Kay Elizabeth Fleck, our friend Kara Fleck from Simple Homeschool. Yes. She will help you with your knitting.
1: We will not. She makes me want to knit, but then I sit down. And I'm actually going to see if one of my kiddos wants to try it because I got the – actually, it's called Stitch and – B-I-T-C-H another naughty word we
0: are just swearing up a storm in this I know episode. what's wrong with us in the new it's year that we started not giving our X and now we're just a couple of sailors a oh friend goodness. told me
1: to, got that, to get that book she said that it helps you learn quickly and it makes it you know it's like knitting for dummies and I, I cracked it open once and then I was like I just want to read what I'm reading
0: <laughs> this feels like homework yeah yeah that's not good Um, so uh, what I'm wondering about is we've, we've both kind of set this intention though, that like we had these calmer Christmases and now we want to continue that feeling like keeping that feeling into the new year. And how is that going for you guys? Are you, are you having success with that?
1: We, it's going better than it normally does, but, um, With bumps in the road. Like, I definitely struggle to keep it. I'm someone who the Christmas mess stresses me out, and I try to live in the moment and think, you know, I'm going to miss this whole beautiful disaster, but come, like, day—and it went longer this year. Happened yesterday. I was just like, that's it? I don't want to see another gift bag. I don't want another like random box or tissue paper thing on the floor. Like it all needs to go away. So we packed up Christmas yesterday um, and then, but not all of it. So I left out. The things that keep make me really happy, which are the twinkle lights, and I have these like little snowman pillows. And I know I sound dorky, but they just—they're cozy <laughs> and they're wintry, <laughs> and I just like them. And my husband was like, "You forgot the snowman pillows?" And I said, "No, I didn't. <laughs> they're staying out." <laughs> so they're staying out until March first because I need to make yes. it through February. So I want to contain, like, continue on this track until March when at least the sun comes out more. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. And you just said February. So we should let everybody know that our next episode is when we're going to talk about how to get through February, how to survive February, because it's traditionally one of the very, very hardest months. For, and we have such good stuff planned. Oh my goodness, you guys, there's going to be so <laughs> much. We've got giveaways. We've got so it's going to be good. Giveaways galore. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> we still have we still have our twinkle lights up. We still have our battery lights that um Melissa talked about. Like I started adding those a lot of places because <laughs> we got this new kitten, right? And it's been fantastic because our old our older cat who um he lost a pound in a month. And I was like, is that bad? And the vet was like, no, he's just exercising finally.
1: Oh, cause he has a buddy. <laughs> but the two
0: of them are everywhere. So I'm kind of like, how do I keep the, the candle feeling, you know, without one of them lighting themselves on fire. So we've got the battery operated lights all over and cute little holders and stuff. And I've I got these cute little lanterns and things. So We've got those going. Oh, still. You're going to have to
1: send me a link.
0: Yeah, um, because those lights help a lot. They
1: do. I got me. the ones for the window this year. Mm-hmm. We had them when we got married, they were electrical and you'd put them in the window. But then mm-hmm. we had kids and, you know, this whole socket situation, yes. light bulbs. And so <laughs> they went away for a long, long time. Yeah. And now it's been like basically a decade and you have the LED, you know, battery operated timed ones. So we have those, yeah. except. My bear of a dog keeps knocking them over when he looks out the window. So I have to figure out a way. I think if you drive by your house, there's like two <laughs> like, <laughs> asymmetrical. I have you to know- figure a way to like tape them that it will stay because he just comes, blows on through and then they're yeah. off the floor.
0: Well, there's this house that like I have to drive past um, on the way, you know, home and at night it is so beautiful because they have lights in every window and it looks like something out of a fairy tale. And it just makes yes. winter feel cozy to me instead yes. of like sad and dark, <laughs> you know, and everything. So um so lights are helping me a lot. Um my tea situation has gone entirely out of control wonderful, nice people gave me um, tea for Christmas. But now it's like, well, I like those teas too, because (laughs) (laughs) I like having a variety of teas.
1: (laughs) I like having choices with tea too.
0: Yes. Yeah. And
1: and I do um, lots of afternoons in the winter. We play games by our wood stove and we make tea and they have their tea that I don't like because they like this grape celestial seasonings and more power to them. But I just don't, I don't like fruit teas yeah. and I have mine. So we have our, our two like little teapots and, I am addicted to the cinnamon one that you and Mary from Not Before Seven recommended. Yes. It
0: is so good. Yeah. Oh, it is. And then you sent me a decaf version of that, which has been great. <laughs> which is what
1: I got because I don't need any more caffeine.
0: Because, yeah. And I've I've realized, I don't know if it's, um I don't know if it's winter or not, but I'm I'm not quite as tolerant to caffeine lately as I have been. So I have that decaf tea and then you sent me peppermint, which is, Mm -hmm. it's the same brand and it comes in the cute tin and everything. It's, and it's wonderful mint tea. And the
1: tins are so fun. They are. Yeah. And my kids have them in their play kitchen. Now we have one that we're keeping like a homemade game in and like yeah and game pieces, pieces. Yes. yeah
0: Um, and we have like all these crazy dice that we have Um, I, it was like a math thing that I got a bunch of dice for at one point I can't remember exactly what we did with them but I have like all yeah. these different sided I dice a lot and stuff so yeah so I put those in there and um, the kids have been playing this new card game which is so much fun Um, and it's such a, like a thinking game and a fast thinking game I'll have to see if there's a link to it Um, and we can share it But, um, it's just with regular decks of cards, but. What's it called? I don't, I'm not exactly sure if it has like a, I think it's kind of one of those like camp games that kids, you know, somebody teaches, somebody teaches somebody. Mm -hmm. It's like a slap game, you know? So I'll have to see if I can find a name for it, but it's addictive. And, um, we've been playing a lot of that and a lot of games, like you said, Mm -hmm. a lot of just curling up and reading because i found that was what we were doing during christmas break um yes and so my daughter and i are reading green glass house right now um how is it oh my gosh it's so good the writing is so beautiful and she has the she has like a paperback copy um and then i have it on my kindle and so we're reading it together and we call it book club. oh i love that yeah and we, and we so we talk about it and then we decided when we finish it we're gonna go out um for hot chocolate and we're gonna have like our own little two-person book club and chat about oh i it. love so, that you do that yeah well it was just kind of one of those like we were sitting there talking and it just came up you know ideas so so it's green glass house yes Okay.
1: Yeah, We're reading The Green Ember, and I'm as addicted to it as the kids are. Yeah. So good. <laughs> oh,
0: I know. I know that whole—so is that the—you're you, reading that one. You haven't read—
1: So I didn't read the prequel, Yeah, but Santa brought the prequel and Ember Falls. And we're more than halfway through it. We're, we're trying to savor it because it's one of those books that you start and you just immediately want to just zoom through it. Yeah. And it was Christmas break. And I was like, whoa, we have to- <laughs> this is really good. And let's just keep it. I have to keep it up hidden above my refrigerator <laughs> so my oldest <laughs> doesn't get it and read ahead because he does that with our read alouds. But it's like a magical read aloud. Oh, oh, I love that. Of yeah. and And you're actually supposed to read the prequel.
0: After right, that's what I've heard. Is that I've
1: heard that too? I went into okay. it not knowing, but I'm. I think you're supposed to because they allude to it a lot. So I think it's gonna then. Yeah. You, you're wondering. We're wondering yeah. what happened before. Like we have some idea of what transpired, mm-hmm. but we want to go back and see it.
0: Yeah. When well, we were talking about a um, math read aloud. That surprisingly, like those are kind of hard to come by. You know, there aren't a lot of books out there. But um, the I got a copy of it. Um. From the author, Math and Magic in Wonderland by Lilac Moore. And it is so fun. And there's all these, like, cool literary references. And um, all the literary references have citations. So you can, like, if you read something and you're like, okay, wait, why does that sound familiar? You know? Um, You can actually figure out where it's from, which is always really nice. Um, I mean, this is so much more than, like, just math in here. Um, And we've... We're only two chapters in, but it's it's been really, really fun. And there's puzzles. So if you have kids that like puzzles, <gasps> which reminds me, can I tell you about my favorite thing? Well yes. one of my favorite things. Okay. New Year's Eve. You guys have done the Escape the Room games from Think Fun. Yes. Right?
1: Oh, I meant to ask <gasps> you about this.
0: Oh my gosh. This is what we did New Year's Eve. We got the Think Fun, Escape the Room, Stargazer's Manor. Yes. And it was So much fun. Oh my gosh. We, like, it it was just, I I don't even, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stumbling to even find words. It was
1: so much fun though. I was wondering if that's what you were doing. Yeah. We all worked together
0: and for people who don't know about this. Okay. So it's like, it all comes in a box. You have pretty much zero prep work to do. You have to read one little explanation, and the little explanation is basically like don't don't open anything or read anything until people get here because it's like a party game. We did it with just the four of us, but I think it's up to eight people. I, that sounds right. Um, and so that particular story is like a, um, an astronomer who um, – has disappeared, and you're trying to figure out what happened to him. But you get in the house, and then you, you get trapped in a room, and you have to get out of the room. And it's all puzzles and clues, and like searching for stuff and maps, and it just it was really really fun. Each of their each of the kids kind of had like their chance to shine because they would figure something out and we we're all working together. We we're all cheering each other on. Like it was,
1: it was really, really fun. So That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. They have another one too that they came out with.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then if you go on their site, they have, it's really cute. They have like music that you can play along with it
1: and they have,
0: <laughs> they have invitations that you can, um, customize and send out, which is really it funny. It would be a
1: really fun event if you had a party and did that. Yeah. So we, we did it. And then when we were done, what I really liked, cause you can only do it one time with that same group of people. Yep. I mean, if you were present, you know, what's going to happen. So yeah. kind of, unless there's you no want a master.
0: Yeah. There's no way you could but, step out of it. It's
1: right. Yeah. But they tell you how to pack it back up mm-hmm. as As it came and then some, you can pass it on. So we gave it to friends that are big gamers in town and we're just like, have fun with this and, you know, keep it traveling along from friend to friend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so that's been really fun too. So more games. Um, and okay. So talking about games, you have like the ultimate game
1: (laughs) thing going on right now. Um, you've created my my impulsive (laughs) thought from when I was in the shower and I was like, oh, this can be fun. (laughs) No,
0: it's fantastic though you have a Facebook group going um talking about games and using games in your school. Is, is it is the Facebook group called Game Schooling? I'm it's trying to think. It's called
1: Game School Community. Game School Community.
0: Okay. And you wrote a post on Simple Homeschool about mm-hmm. um about it and so people can find um links to the Game School Community there. And that post is fantastic because you literally have like games for every single subject. And, um, then you've written in case you need to,
1: you know, we feel guilty when we play a lot. And it it came from when I first started the blog, we had a really rough winter. And so the next year we started a board game challenge. And if you look back at the post, it's horrible. Like it shouldn't even be on my site because it's just (laughs) so bad but has, we all have those. like you know, like a happy memory for me because it helped us survive I don't think anyone read it but it was just my documenting what we did each day and all the games that we played and so I was in the shower like last week and I was like this would be really fun if like other people did it and I could get you know because I I love talking games and learning more games and I did it and a lot of gamers are there so it's been really I've learned so much yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna survive it. <laughs>
0: Want well, to make it cheer? You've got like a ton of games. I loved the one that okay, what was it called? Like something and board flippers. Like how to play games with kids <laughs> the, that
1: are bobbles and yes. board flippers. <laughs> Because I think people have this vision that we have this perfect gaming experience and my kids are all smiling and happy. But, I yeah. mean, we cry too. Everyone's crying and flipping boards and yeah, throwing dice. <laughs>
0: well, and my favorite thing is, like, you've asked people, what's your biggest challenge? And you're trying to help them address those challenges. And I know we talked about this in our game schooling episode, which was, I don't even know, several episodes ago now. Um, but, you know, like, one of my biggest things is just trying – to wrap my head around what we're supposed to do while other people are uh, my kids. When I say other people, I mean my kids, you know, they're they're excited. They want to get started. And it's like, well, what's this piece? Well, what's this? Well, what's that? You know, and uh, tearing the instructions out of your
1: hand to read something else.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, trying to help. They want to get started. Um, But that can be really hard because, you know, I'm sort of like, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Wait, let's, you know, and yeah. So, um, but you're addressing other people's challenges and, and trying to help them, you know, bring more games and more fun. And I just love that. That is definitely very brave writer lifestyle, you know? Yes. And, um, I, I feel like the brave writer lifestyle like, um, is helping me to keep that cozy.
1: So true. You
0: know, um, I finally, I finally, um, got the writer's jungle. I've wanted it for it. a super long time. I finally bought it and, um, I've been reading through it slowly cause it's a huge resource, but that's the place like that it really lays out the brave writer lifestyle. And I mean, so much good stuff in there. I feel like I kind of feel like that's all you need, you know, because mm-hmm. at first I was a little bit like, Oh man, you know, I mean, it's a good resource, but you're paying for a good resource, you know? And so right. I was like, do, do I want to invest in this? And I'm glad I did because I honestly feel favorite. like it will get us through, you know, my kids graduating. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, it, yeah, that's, so that's been really good, but that like following the Brave Rider lifestyle has, um, I mean, we've talked about this. It helps me let go of a lot of the guilt and the worry
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and to feel like the things that we're doing together count. So, something else we were talking about um, with that was I'm gonna say it wrong Hugo. I, we looked it up before this episode, yeah, and I think it's Yuga. Okay, and we might have some Danish people contact us and be like, "Hey, that's you're saying it wrong." But that, that's... and we probably are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, but kind it's a of, great concept. Yeah, and it's kind of everywhere right now. Have you been
1: seeing it? There are a ton of articles place? right now. I just read yeah. one this morning um, that we'll link to that was pretty good. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. Cause I think it's something everyone can relate to.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's, it, it's funny cause it, like it doesn't translate to English really cause there's nothing else like it, but it, it's a Danish concept of coziness and creating like a feeling of, coziness and safety and warmth. And, um, you know, know, so many of us are sort of wanting to do that same thing because I don't want to dread, you know, I don't want to just wait for winter to be over. Right. You know, for a lot of years, that's what I felt like I was just waiting for it to be over.
1: So it's hard when you have little ones and you have winter and layers and car seats and yeah, I mean, there is a sickness and yes. Yeah. And trying to get
0: outside is like, you know, and then you finally get outside, and somebody has to go to the bathroom, and so you have
1: to come back in. Or they get <laughs> like, they get snow in their boot or their mitten. Or <laughs> you have to take everything back plants. off. <laughs> did I ever tell you this? That one
0: year we lost a boot for the entire winter season. Oh. Like we had this massive snowfall, <laughs> and my son lost his boot, and like I, we searched for it. Like really, we did. We'd had a huge dump of snow. But I mean, it was up to our picnic table. Was this two years ago? Uh, no, it was more than that because we were still at our old house. So I had to have been at least four years ago, but we lost his boot and he came in and he was like, I lost my boot. And you know, you kind of have that thing sometimes as a mom where you're like, okay, sure. You, okay. Yeah. It's lost, right? You know, <laughs> no, it was lost. Like we, we could not find it. We dug for it. We, we built snowmen in that backyard. We, <laughs> and it didn't show up. And then one spring, it was thawing, and <laughs> there was a boot on top of a little pile of snow.
1: And <laughs> yeah, my my oldest, who's just he keeps me laughing with the things he loses. He lost two or three winters ago. We had five feet of snow on the ground, so it was hard to even just walk in. And um, he lost a sock from within his boot and, <laughs> in snow and I didn't believe him I was like no you just didn't put your sock on and I said this forever and then sure enough the sock appeared
0: <laughs> I could see that though because that's what happens is you put the boots on and your socks get all slippery in there and then they come out and that's part of the reason that so I don't, you just leave it behind <laughs> well but that's part of the reason I don't I don't love like getting out in the snow and stuff because it just seems like uh, cumbersome and everything so this year I actually asked for a pair of snow pants
1: um, yes, I got those two years ago. Life-changing.
0: I, seriously, I love it because I I get really grumpy if I'm cold. Me too. And so being warm has been, like, I have this, I call it my big potato coat. I have <laughs> a coat and it's got, I don't even know what it is. It's probably, like, <laughs> it's probably aluminum or something. You don't know. I'm sure it's a very healthy fabric, but um,
1: it's got like <laughs> <Aluminum>. this silver. <laughs> my aluminum jacket here I am with my
0: with my natural you know aluminum free deodorant but I'm wearing like you know an aluminum line coat or something no um it's uh but it's got this lining and it's warm and I'm actually warm and so it's like that paired with the snow pants paired with actual boots instead of just wearing like you know my converse out there or whatever um it makes it much more enjoyable so. And
1: so you call it your potato coat?
0: I call it my baked potato coat. I don't know. Because I hear you steal potatoes now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just stole. I heard heard that you stole (laughs) potatoes. Yeah.
0: No, it's I, well, no, I didn't steal them. Was I supposed to say that on the air? (laughs) On the receipt, it was clear I paid for a bag of potatoes. No, I had this weird thing. I went to the grocery store and the woman was clearly unhappy. And I, I get that. Cause I mean, we've all had jobs like that, you know, where you're like, Oh man, I just cannot wait for it to be done. And, um, and so she was kind of throwing my groceries <laughs> and she threw my bag of potatoes and you know, they're like organic potatoes. They're kind of pricey. Right. And they go flying everywhere. And then the guy that's bagging the groceries, is like chasing my potatoes around, trying to throw them into random bags. And I was like, you know, but I was trying to be calm. I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'll just go get a new bag and she was just baffled by that. She was like, "You want a new bag? Because it's split. You want a new bag?" And you know, I'm trying to not worry as much about what people think all the time of me. And I was like, "I do want a new bag." And so I said that. And she was like, "Okay." And so she sent the guy back to get him, but he disappeared. So I waited and I waited and I waited and he never showed up. So I just took my cart with all my bags of groceries back into the produce section and I grabbed my bag of potatoes and put them in the cart and turned around and left and I just waited for like, you know, like a helicopter and spotlights and like all the people to come out and be like, stop. She stole the potatoes. Potato thief. And I, was, I actually thought to myself, like, this is going to be an amazing mugshot if, I get arrested for stealing potatoes because I'm just going to make a face like, yup, I stole potatoes because I, it was, yeah. But everything, nobody stopped me. It worked out fine. It's all good. You so, didn't give an F. Exactly. This is, this is our new thing this year. So a couple of, we want to share a couple of resources about HUGA, right? HUGA. Yes. <laughs> I, I think you're supposed to put the, emphasis on the first syllable it says so then I just find myself going
1: like who <laughs> <"Hoo-ga."> yeah so <laughs> all our Danish friends are shaking their heads at us right now thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> but there's a um com. yes it's such a it's such a
0: nice um and that's where I th- that definition that she had up there like um because I wrote a post a couple of like a year and a half or two years ago now, about um, for simple homeschool about it. And that's where I first like saw that definition. I was like, Oh, I want that. How do I get that? So, um, she has my favorite definition of it. And then, um, there's a couple books too, like the year of living Danishly
1: and the Danish way of
0: parenting, because it seems like it's kind of a trendy
1: thing. You know, Mm -hmm. people are starting. The cozy life was another one. Yes.
0: Yeah. And people are starting to really embrace that, which is good because, um, you know, we we as homeschoolers, it's (laughs) um, by making the choice to be home with our kids, we we kind of have the unique opportunity to maybe do things a little differently. We don't have to rush off to school
1: in the morning rush off to jobs. And it's not about hurry, hurry, hurry. So now that felt good this week. We should take advantage this, of it. <laughs> yeah. This, this was when we're recording this, this was back to school week. Yeah. And I saw those buses go while we were still in our jammies and my kids were playing with games and puzzles. And I felt really good <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we weren't on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that helped yeah. with my Hugo. <laughs> and I always say like, you know, homeschooling is hard work. So, we got to take advantage of the good stuff. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. True. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, So, finally, happy things.
1: What is, is there something that's bringing you joy right now? Oh, gosh. So, my kids, it's going to be a game because we got a few, not that. Santa should have brought us any more games, but Santa brought some games, and he brought a game called Gubs. It's a it's a card game by Game Right, and we love all of their card games. And I can't even explain it. It's like this quirky little world with awesome illustrations, and there's all these play like the Gargonk Plague and. Uh, sod hopper. I don't even know. It's like another language. My kids are obsessed with it and it's so cute and they will play it together and they play it multiple rounds and it's just them, you know, playing by the fire. We tried to teach it to my husband on Sunday and he was like, what is this? I don't, I don't. <laughs> are we, is there another language? Is there like a, you know, a cheat sheet? But um, it's just been really fun to, you know, they're at an age now where they can all learn a game and play a game together. Oh, and it is nice. nice. And yeah. so it's not perfect, but it's just they're kind of united with gubs right now cuz there was a few i want to play that we got that we haven't played yet and they're like no, we want to play gubs. And it's just i'm like okay, we're just going to play gubs. Oh, that's fun.
0: And you know, and there's something about like being able to kind of follow those i don't want to call it an obsession. That sounds bad. But, but it you is. You know, but when kids get like this super intense interest and love for something like just being able to let them just have that for as long as it plays out.
1: Yes. And and it's so imaginative, the whole concept of the game, That then yesterday, although they haven't finished it yet, um, my younger two decided that they were going to make their own game. So they came in, of course, when I'm showering again, they're (laughs) like, mom, we need to know how to spell. So they're writing their game directions and it's called the muddy pigs and the well of ideas. (laughs) I mean, I would buy that.
0: That sounds like yeah. That sounds like a like a children's fairy tale or something. I mean, that's yeah, or like a new fantasy novel that's coming out for kids or something. That sounds oh, that sounds really good. Is that the one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one we're keeping
0: in the in the t tin?
1: Um, No, that's a like that's old actually, and I just transferred it to the t tin. Those are we did our own. um, We made our own dinner games before I had dinner. Oh, game. So we got okay. like 20 questions and laminated them. They're in a yes. tea tin. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So what's bringing you joy?
0: Um, my sleep phones. Have you heard of sleep phones? Oh, no. okay. So they're earbud things, but they're in a headband. So they're soft. So You plug them in and you can like listen, you know, just like earphones or earbuds or whatever, but they're soft so you can sleep with them. Um, So when I wake up in the middle of the night and I have my, you know, I can't get back to sleep type of thing, I can plug in an audio book or, you know, I needed um, that last night. Listen to the sleep with me podcast, which (laughs) we've talked about before. Um, But it's great because um, so I was telling my friend about it, though, and the key is If you have insomnia that wakes you up in the middle of the night, um, I got this tip from um, I'm gonna say it wrong. Carrots from Michaelmas. Do you know her site? Okay, so, um, she she had a great tip is that you have to listen to a book that you've already you already know how it ends because otherwise what's going to yes. happen is you're going to get all engaged in the book and then it's going to wake your brain up more. So she said she listens to Harry Potter or, um, like the Jane Austen books. So it has to be something you've already heard, but, or That's the sleep with me podcast, which is specifically designed to get people back to sleep, um, or to sleep in the first place. So it's nice though. Cause they're, they're soft. So you can sleep with them. And then, um, I also can wear them when I go out running
1: and they keep my ears warm so no way because it's fleece I'm gonna have to look these up because I was up last night for a long time that would be good
0: they're happy happy they're making me happy because frankly sleep sleep makes me happy so
1: (laughs) it's important happiness factor it is
0: yeah yeah and all those things like sleep taking good care of yourself take your vitamins drink lots of water you know get Mm -hmm. sunlight vitamin D because you're not getting as much sunlight yeah those things Although, we're not doctors, so, you know, no, ask so your don't doctors about how us. much vitamin you need. <laughs> I don't think anybody can say it's the, bad to drink water. The sisters. But <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's been so fun
1: chatting with you today. It's always good to talk to you, Kara. I'm
0: so excited we're back. And Me too. the next episode is going to be so fun, talking about... Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny, talking about the February slump, it's like we're excited about the February slump this year
1: this was a good game plan yeah
0: yeah so um like Kate said we're gonna have giveaways we are gonna have ideas we are gonna I mean fun 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 stuff for February we're gonna get you through we're gonna get through it together yes we are (laughs) all right well have a good rest of your day Kate you too okay I'll talk to you soon take care bye bye